What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not, not a podcast. podcast. Presented by our damn selves. 238. Eight. So we, yes. Yeah, 238, 238, 238. We getting old. Right, right, right. <laughs> we getting old. <laughs> Before we go any further, got a shout out to everybody who came out for um WWE in Rockford on Saturday night. Oh. Building. So they brought me out. Shout out to all the um pro rex the first time since pre-covid that they've been on the road like mm-hmm. oh yeah so people were excited to see him in rockford again yeah Good definitely game. shout out roman reigns shout out bianca belair thinking about some of the my favorites that were there. cool bobby lashley sasha banks the boss yeah they, they were all there. it's a good show <laughs> okay Nice, nice, nice. Shout out everybody that was there for that. So that's how I spent my weekend getting it in. WWE Rock for all. Shout out to my homegirl KJ. Shout out to Dottie, uh, my people that were all in the building as well, too. So nice. It's a good time for all. Sounds like some good times. Bringing back some sense of normalcy because that's what we need. Mm-hmm. We need some of that because. Especially these days, um, lucky that I was able to go to that show because both the NBA and NFL are really trash right now. Like it looks like they're going the opposite way. So we are piggyback off of, um a continuation about what we talked about last week with um Bulls games and everything. Um, like I, and I joked about I said they need to just cancel the season. Well, that's exactly what they did. Like two games got canceled so far. I think they coming. Yeah, out, yeah, but. Two games for Chicago Bulls. Yeah, they wasn't missing that LeBron money. <laughs> they play the Lakers. The other today, games actually. that I've been postponed, like <laughs> not um not um the Lakers, obviously. It's like other games that um mm-hmm. from other teams that are postponed. And both the right. NBA and the NFL is a mess right now. So um I saw Trey Young, he's out now with it um with Atlanta. So yeah, really be a protocol. Yeah, <laughs> it's getting crazy out here in these streets. <laughs> getting crazy i just want to know what exactly does protocol technically mean does it mean that the person is showing symptoms does it mean that they tested what i'm saying is um they've had if you had a positive test and then they retest you and then um because sometimes like they say it is false false positive false positives yeah so you gotta you gotta pass two negative tests in a row to like be cleared i think that's what it is Mm -hmm. otherwise you gotta sit out the 10 days they said that's that was the we call that the LeBron loophole. Let's see what that is. <laughs> LeBron was sitting out of damn ten days. <laughs> they got him back on the court, but that's what they say. Yeah, it's like after you test a positive, then they retest you again, like a day or two later, and then like you get um two positive, two um negative tests in a row after that, then you can mm-hmm. return. Otherwise, you're still positive. Then got to sit your ass down there yeah, for that. 14. It looks like the Bulls are going to have a lot of people back now. It seems like. Mm. So, well, Zach obviously is going to be out because that just like that's, the the one, that's what got him canceled, in my opinion. <laughs> with Levine, yeah. they said the fucking yeah, we not. They said we not playing with nobody. Yeah, they said fuck this shit. Yeah. All I know is Devon Dotson was like, um, he was getting heavy minutes. <laughs> he got minutes. Like he said, it's my turn to shine. <laughs> I'm literally like real tall, like all bullshit aside. I literally forgot he was still on the team. 
Because <laughs> he's been there since, since last season. I totally forgot that Devon Dotson was still on. Now it's his time uh, to shine. I said, oh, <laughs> Devon Dotson sighting. I think we had our group chat uh, post. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I literally forgot. Because, like, the Bulls made so many signings, like, you know, like, yeah, they did. over the mm-hmm. summer, yeah. I forgot Devon Dotson was still on the team. <laughs> I literally forgot that. DeMar DeRozan, uh, I saw uh, a quote from him. They was like, uh, he said the only system that he had was boredom. While he was out, he was like, the only system I had was boredom. He cleared from protocol. I did see that. So that's one. So he will be playing against the Lakers. One guy that's back then. Yeah, I don't know about the others, but I did see um, DeRozan has been cleared. I did. He said he was from boredom. <laughs> I mean, because especially like, you're a, a, somebody of his caliber. You want to go out. You want to compete. You want to you want to play. You want to be out there, you know, and just having to sit here like, eh. Mm. You just sitting at home, like, isolated, just quarantined, looking around, like, okay. The Wizards, Nets, that game is postponed um, from this coming Tuesday. Mm. Like, yeah, I got, um, Cavs, Hawks is postponed. Like I said, it's like spreading around the league. It started in Chicago. The Bulls were the first one to cancel games. It's like, now other teams are, like, doing it. <laughs> Chicago did it first. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Frank Vogel won't be at that Lakers game, though, because he's um in protocol, so they went out the head coach. Yeah. So no Vogel. So yes. I'm just reading some of these people that are Like I said, Trey Young with Atlanta. And, and um, they keep on saying that these numbers are steadily going up because of uh, Omicron. Omicron. Or, 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 or Marion, if you're a Negro. They keep on calling it Omarion. It's not Omarion. <laughs> they keep on calling it. But, I mean, the numbers are starting to climb again. They are. and. With the holiday season coming, we know that people aren't. Are people really going to be following? Of course not. Uh, if I'm saying, are people really going? Uh, exactly. Are people really going to be following you guidelines? Christmas dinner with a fucking mask on with your family? Of course not. Fuck out of here. <laughs> first of all, you're going to travel out of state. First of all, you're going to be traveling out of state. First of all, mm-hmm. a lot of people. You're going to travel. You're not going to sit across the table like doing doing this the whole time, nah, bro. Well, I can't even find my one left. Yeah, you're not gonna sit like with one of these on all <laughs> the whole time. Um, like <laughs> put your mask on. Knock it off. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I keep on saying, well, if you do do a gathering, uh be in a uh, open space, well well ventilated. We live in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> the motherfuckers aren't checking vax cards in their house. Fuck we out. ain't gonna be outdoors in Chicago during uh like I said, like, yeah. It, like it, it's, out, it's, yeah, have it outside. <laughs> it's normal. Like, this is normal. Like, normal weather in Chicago. Fully vaccinated. Yeah. Like, are you really going to check people's vax passports? Yeah, normal, uh, normal weather in Chicago is in the 30s, maybe even in the 20s. Like, we don't have 70 degree weather. Like I said, it hap- it, like, if it does happen, which it has happened, that was the flu. That's not Chicago weather. That's not, <laughs> that's not typical Chicago weather. It's, um, it's not. Magic Raptors postponed, Pelican Sixers postponed. Yes, a lot of NBA postponements going on. Why don't they just like? I mean, I, I know they like put the season on hold until after the New Year. <laughs> they get, get everybody else gets a Chris a, a winter break. Give the um right. Christmas. I said, but you know they ain't going. They don't want to miss that Christmas money because the Christmas money is too big. NBA on Christmas yeah. that's too big. That's what's up because you no know, um NFL is the Thanksgiving um tradition right. now. Like and within the last like. Couple of decades, NBA has become a NBA. Tradition. What do they do? Four or five games, at least four games on Christmas. Yeah, 
That it might be a back, fifth grade. Back it might be. Era, like going back to the NBA on NBC era. Du, 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 du. Doing the Christmas game back then. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's gone back at least that long. Like maybe mm-hmm. further, I don't know. But I know at least since the, um, the era we grew up in, they've been having the Christmas tradition. Bulls Knicks on Christmas. Like that. At least since that long. It's like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. At least since that long, it's been around. At least. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they don't. It's a money thing. They don't want to miss it. So what they should have done when they saw that okay, this is going to be an issue, they should have maybe canceled games earlier this month. So then by now, things would have been come out of coming court. back down. So they don't have to miss the Christmas money. But now it's like people are, at a high, but people ain't going. They still going to go out there. The fans are going to be out there with no masks on and mm-hmm. whatever. It's just a mess. Like you said, it's it's a mess. People are not going to be following the protocols that they're supposed to follow. It's going to be a damn mess. Mm-hmm. It is. So the NFL, they are um, postponing games as well to like some of the Sunday games. Um, they push game. Here's how we like, we don't have football on Tuesday this week. It's what? so weird. Like Tuesday is so like not a football night. It's like, like I can think of my life maybe like one or two games ever. Like, and it's probably because of something like this, like postponing. They had games on Tuesday. Football is like, yeah, like mostly Sunday, and then a little bit of um Monday and Saturday. Um, Thursday, yeah. And then and Thursday, got- they always say Thursday is a game of the week. W E A K. They always say Thursday's game is week. That's what they say. Thursday is that. Then Friday typically is high school ball. Saturday is college ball. Sunday yeah. is yeah. you got Monday night football, but like fucking Tuesday. It's like <laughs> ball on a Tuesday. Yeah, it's so weird. But we will have some NFL games on Tuesday. Though. I can pull up which ones. Let me see. <laughs> Tuesday football game. That is that's so strange. It's so odd. I wonder how the ratings are going to do on that. Yeah, it doesn't seem like probably not too People well. People probably going to forget like, oh, shit, that's on today. It's going to be like that. I can't imagine um how football is gonna do and shit on fucking Tuesday. But this whole, I mean, just I mean, just every time we like, okay, we making some grounds, okay. Rams, Rams, Seahawks, and the um Eagles in Washington um on Tuesday. <laughs> it's gonna be so fucking well, weird. Washington football team, they still don't have a name, so <laughs> call them Washington. <laughs> football team. <laughs> <laughs> mm, crazy kid but i don't know man how does it end i keep saying it i've been saying that for months like how does it end <laughs> can we go out back in time and look at research and see how the uh, spanish flu ended like if we look back can we look and see like maybe we can get like a that can maybe mirror what's going awesome. to happen for us that's all that was like two and a half years right it lasted at least two years, something like I think that. It was like two and a half years it lasted. Mm-hmm. So it's like COVID 19, like I said, officially when they shut down was in March of 2020, officially, when everything shut down in March. That's where I'll start, like with a start in point. March, yeah. So if you want to start like with a, a full month, we can just say April of 2020. April of 2020. So mm-hmm. we're, we're almost in 2022. 2022 is. Like less than two weeks away now, so it's like. I mean, we'll probably do our year in next year, next week. Yeah, mm-hmm. some crazy shit happening this week. We'll probably do our year in review episode next week. We'll do that. Yeah, but it's just like I, I agree with you. How does it end? How? It's getting back to the NBA. Guess who? Um, guess who won? 
<laughs> you saw, have you been following the Brooklyn Nets? Yeah. <laughs> because they have so many people in protocol, they've activated Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I saw that. So I was like, well, he stuck to his guns and it paid off. <laughs> I applaud the man. I know people are mad at that, but I applaud. It's petty. The whole thing is just petty. <laughs> They petty for like, but just the whole thing. Never set them out to me like. uh, That's that's what I said. The whole the whole situation is crazy. I said the whole situation is crazy. Them be like, you can't, you know, like the whole the whole thing. um, I I blame I blame that part on the Nets themselves. Like, yeah, him having to sit out to begin with is like you got that's on New York because they got the fucking um that mandate the mandate in New York. Yeah, but um he could still play road games. It was the owners decided it's either all or nothing. That we can't just have him on the road in no home games. They made that decision, but um, guess what? Now he's gonna be playing road games. <laughs> and he's entered protocol as well too. So like, he went to protocol. Like what the hell? I thought he bullshit. Motherfuckers were just mad because Kyrie was like, <laughs> people are salty. So I thought Woj put that up because he doesn't. Whenever Woj, if Woj says it, then you know it happened. Like I trust Woj. I think I trust Woj. protocol sounds suspicious. He ain't been. Well, I thought that was Woj saying. It's like yeah, he ain't been working out with the team. It's like he's like he's totally been separated from the team. He's in protocol because like somebody bitched and complained. It's like yeah, <laughs> that's what I think. Somebody cried and said, "Some of these other owners or somebody." How, how come he gets to play? It's not fair. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> so, it's just goofy. Everything is just like that whole that whole thing was just goofy. It was. Kyrie Irving, yeah. But Kyrie beat the system. <laughs> I guess he beat the system. Probably, man. <laughs> Uncle Drew, goddamn it, yeah. So does that put the Brooklyn Nets on um, at the front of the line? Like, who's the favorite now to take it up? Um, Brooklyn, yeah. <laughs> not necessarily. I think because... Golden State is probably still the favorite. I, um, the East is tricky. I think Golden State is still a favorite to, like, take it all. But, like, coming out of the East, I don't know. East is tricky. Yeah. Because Golden State is. They're Golden State. Mm-hmm. And Clay still isn't even playing yet, so it's like that's that's like the other X factor. Like they, they're doing all this without Clay. Do back in January. That's what I've been seeing. Yeah. And if Clay comes back, and if he's, it's like just se- even if he's just seventy percent of what he was. Mm-hmm. I just started at least seventy percent. A seventy percent Clay is still better than most people in the league. He is <laughs> just keeping it real. Speaking of the Warriors, congratulations going out to Stephen Curry. It's the Wardell, Stephen Curry. Which he's been like, he's been for years, but now he can officially say that he's the greatest shooter. Of the all. greatest shooter of all time. I've said, he's that, I've said that for at least like five years. I've said like yeah. greatest shooter of all time, but like now it's officially in the record. It's official. Mm-hmm. And then on um, board, I said it could not have happened in a much perfect situation because he was in Madison Square Garden where it happened. So the and, mecca of um, basketball. Yeah. And then and, Reggie was there. The building, I was just about to say these brothers. Reggie and Ray. What, yeah. what an iconic shot right there. <laughs> Did you see the jerseys uh, that they gave him? Because uh-huh. they each gave him their jersey and then they gave him a jersey with 2974 on it. I thought that was so dope that they each gave their jersey to him and then the jersey with his Warriors and it said 2974. 
Because he was like, oh, man. Like, he was, like, really touched by that. So. And did you see, like, guess who all, you see who the, who um, Steph gave the game ball to? Who? Papa Dell. Oh. Gave the game ball to his pops. Because guess what? People forget back in the day, Dell Curry was a hell of a shooter. Dell was a shooter. Yeah, Dell was a shooter. Dell could shoot his ass up. Mm-hmm. Like Dale, reason why he didn't get to the level like um of a Reggie and like those guys, because Dale came off the bench. Remember, yeah, he was a he sick came off the bench, right? He yeah, didn't get up with the number of shots, but like had he started, he he probably would be on that list. But yeah, he'd have been in that mm-hmm. conversation because Dale could he shoot. He could shoot. Like I said, one of my oh, favorite yeah. uh one of my favorite viral videos that I saw was when um he was covering a game and then Steph like kicked the ball to his dad, and then you could tell his dad just went into game mode because he didn't know what his dad. He was just like teasing with his dad. And then he pulled up in them church shoes and he shot like a 30 footer in some church shoes. Yeah. <laughs> he pulled up and shot and made it. And the way he was looking like, he looking like, boy, where do you think you got it from? That's how he was looking like, boy, like, why wow, he gave you got that from? Um, you know, after the game, of course, like, yeah, like Steph, like, yeah, let me get the ball. <laughs> he, like, yeah. yeah. That game ball. And then he gave it to his pops. Oh, so, like, that's, that's so, so nice. The official game ball that he broke the record with. It's pretty, it's pretty dope. And even though, like I said, like, even though, like, with me, obviously his parents are going through what they're going through, but that both of his parents were there, but they were separated. They were in separate, like, his mom was sitting in the stand. His dad was courtside. His mom was mom in, like, was the, the mom was she was there. She was sitting with that goofy. She wasn't sitting. <laughs> she was with some girls. She was with some ladies. But uh, his dad was courtside, and his mom he was, was up. He wasn't sitting with her. He was, he was sitting in the car waiting to pick her up. <laughs> and then, because Steph, as soon as he, like, did the, as soon as he broke the record, he uh, hugged his dad, like, his dad, him and his dad, like, they hugged first. And then he went, and he hugged his mom. So, I mean, I like that both of them, like, yeah, that's your son. You guys both need to be there for him. Like, that was his big moment. Like, y'all need to be there. And then, just wherever you need to get a big place, Madison Square Garden is huge. You can be over here. I can be over here. We don't even have to see each other. <laughs> we don't even have to interact. World's most famous <laughs> arena, as they call it, yeah. Yeah, but it was really nice just seeing all the love that he got. Uh, Spike Lee with the uh, faux talk. Did you see Spike Lee hit the background? Oh, Spike Lee, yeah. I saw him, yeah. When he was getting those pictures when they were interviewing Steph, and Spike is like this with his camera. Like, wanted, he's like, shot. <laughs> like the way Spike Lee was like, <laughs> surprised that he wasn't in this shot. Yeah. <laughs> surprised we don't see him back here somewhere in this shot, yeah. I was looking for Spike. Right. <laughs> probably off to the side somewhere over here. Like they probably they cropped Spike out of this. Because he was like with Steph, <laughs> Steph was interviewing. Up. I don't even know how they even got the interview question out because I was just watching Spike the whole time. Like he was. I think they cropped him out of that one. It's like <laughs> it was getting like his shots. They photoshopped him out of that. He probably was originally in that shot. They photoshopped but Spike. Spike said, "Damn it out." Like I'm like Spike is why is he on the court again? But he's Spike Lee. He he is part of the day. He he's Spike Lee. He's I part of the back day. in the guard. Remember a couple of years ago when like they they didn't let I him. Because <laughs> <that's> Spike Lee. Because <laughs> they didn't. Because like Spike like come on Spike don't need ID and shit. Come on. He, that, that's that Spike ID. Lee. Y'all, y'all don't know who Spike Lee is. Come on, <laughs> knock it off. Mookie, stop playing Spike Lee. Come on now, you don't know Mookie. He came to the door and he said, "Who are you?" And shit, <laughs> really? <laughs> like, I'm sure that well, they're not the uh, the staples there anymore. But I'm sure that Jack Nicholson's never had to get ID. They don't be like, "Who are you?" Jack just walks in. He's Jack. Damn it, he don't need no ID. 
Well, I don't need to go to the garden before that. That uh, the, whoever was reborn, probably <laughs> exactly. <laughs> probably before they were even born. I'm sure. I've been there the whole time. We've been watching basketball. He's been uh, at Madison Square Garden. Oh, so that money, like ever since um school days and like due to right. Said, because my whole time I've watched basketball. I started watching eighty nine. Money, pretty much. Yeah. So my whole time watching basketball, I've always seen six. Yeah, when Mike started getting money, he started. He got. He been had season tickets ever since. Which is, I'm gonna put these vibes out there. I'm gonna inspire us to be like Spike Lee. I want us to be what Spike Lee is in Madison Square Garden. I want us to be the United Center for the Bulls games. I'm gonna put that put that energy out there. I want to be at the Bulls games, and I want to be I want to be like Spike at the Bulls games. That's how I want to be. If I like Spike, (laughs) sometimes I dream. (laughs) I aspire to be like Spike Lee for the Bulls game because the Bulls need they need somebody who's there every. Uh, home game. They need like that 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 fan. We don't have that steady fan, and it could be us. I think it could be us. We could be well, those steady like, fans. during the Jordan era. It was regulars like Gene Sisko. Gene Sisko was there. He was regular. Um, was it Springer there a lot? Regular mm-hmm. Oprah. You see her that like like during the Jordan era. You had like some of that going on. Like I said, mm-hmm. Sisko is the most consistent. He would be at all. Yeah. And Springer will be at quite a few of them as yeah, well. Yeah, Cisco would be there. He would be there all the time. <laughs> yeah, the, late, the late Gene Cisco, yeah. Yeah, he'd be there, yeah. Mm-hmm. He'd be and Springer would be there pretty good, too. Springer would be there pretty good, too, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember that from the Jordan era. Mm-hmm. They'd be sitting courtside, all of those guys. But, yeah, like, they need like that. So I think we could be it. It could be us. We could be that, you know, we could be sitting there. They put the camera on us, like, yeah. Be there for the pools. <laughs> Cause it is like um, I'm sure not every team, but I'm sure most teams do have that fan you associate with them all. Mm-hmm. Like with the Clippers, it's always been Billy Crystal. He was yeah. always there, Billy Crystal. The Raptors is Drake. Drake, yeah. Um, Lakers, Jack, obviously. Jack, yeah. Um, trying to think of other teams. Well, like- Miami, they just show up whenever. <laughs> They fans don't be, they be on the damn beach. They get tans. They show up like at halftime. Like, oh, we miss. Different team. Who would it be in Philadelphia? They have to have somebody in Philly. Philly is a Kevin Hart, um, I don't know if he goes to Sixers. I see him at Eagles games, though. Kevin Hart might be a Sixers. He might be at the uh, at the Philly. He might be at those, maybe. He definitely, um, as he's been at the Eagles games, I've definitely seen that. Which McCarr don't need a fan because they got their owner, uh, Mark Cuban, being down. <laughs> they don't need nobody. Mark Cuban, he's in himself. <laughs> he's all the fan they need, Cuban. <laughs> I just want to know how the shit ends. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> uh, what you got, kid? Breathe out. Um, for some fun before I switch to my drama. Uh, some fun stuff that I like to restore faith in humanity because, like I said, since we're going through Omicron, Omarion, whatever. Um, so fun things that I've been seeing with the whole TikTok thing, uh, the Can We Talk Challenge. Like, I've been thoroughly enjoying that. I have. I've been enjoying it because... I forgot who went <laughs> Bootsy and Snoop Dogg. Yeah, it was Bootsy, yeah. Say who the fuck roasting is Bootsy? Both of them, both Bootsy and Snoop. Fucking that man snog up. My thing is Bootsy. Don't don't fuck your song up. Bootsy is the guy who is like, 
Oh, fuck I'm just a bitter person. I'm just going to be, I'm just going to suck the foot out of it. Like some stuff is just lighthearted and silly and fun. Let people have fun. We're in a fucking pandemic oh, still. You know, Boosie is an ordained minister now, so Boosie can officially marry you if you want. <laughs> Who would get married by Bootsy Badass? You'd be surprised. Oh, yeah. Who's going to get married by him? Red Bone. Who's going to get married by him? No. <laughs> No. N D E P E N D E N T. Do you know what that means? Who gonna get married by him? Yeah, because I saw that story. Well, uh, my can we talk? Like, obviously, some didn't do as well as others because some people don't have the vocal, the vocal capabilities. But for the most part, with the exception of like Slim Thug, he was just awful. But I mean, I think he was just being funny because <laughs> clearly he's not a singer. Slim Thug is a rapper, so. And he sounded like he was drunk. It's a classic right there. Fucking that man's song. But for the most part, most people were on key. Most people sounded okay at the very least. Like, obviously, some were stronger than others. Like, my picks, who I think won the challenge, Avery Wilson was amazing. He can sing. He was amazing. Kavon Edmonds was amazing. But Marcus is like, he did the demo for it because Babyface wrote the song, so he did the demo. I said, that makes sense that he would. (laughs) That makes sense that he would. Fuck out of here, come on. Because if he did the demo, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) But he sounded amazing. Come on, because he can say he's like, yeah, you wrote the fucking song, or like, yeah, like, come on, yeah, knock it off. (laughs) It was this other guy, Jonathan something. He was with Tamar McSomething Reynolds or something. He sounded really good. Like, a lot, like, the thing that I noticed was it was a lot of singers who aren't like that, like the top, 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 you know, like the, like the well known singers. It was like a lot of like lesser known singers who were actually doing better than like the well-known did singers did, did jacques do it please tell me jacques no 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 he better stay away from that jacques automatically <laughs> wins if he does it no he's terrible he's I'm terrible fine. i'm fine he's terrible. he's terrible he better not do it no i'm gonna mute it because i don't want the video taken down i'm gonna play it you can't we talk <laughs> you turn my mute and i'm fine if jacques did this shit i have to find um some people um and then some people were shockingly better than what i thought like when I saw Anthony Anderson come on the screen, I started laughing because I was I thought it was going to be funny because he's a comedian, but he actually had a good he actually had a good voice. Anthony Anderson actually sounded good singing. I was like, who knew that Anthony Anderson could sing? Who knew that? I didn't know he could sing. Uh, which McCall actually could sing a little bit too. Lunell could sing. Like these comedians surprised me. I'm like, they actually. I'm like, okay, multi talented. Okay, you can sing. Not only are you funny, but you can sing too. DC Young Fly actually sounded good. Like he actually sounded like I thought he was going to be horrible. I thought he was going to be horrible, but then he actually had a good pitch, a good tone. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, okay, the new king, the new king of R and B didn't do it. Okay, yeah, he knew he knew better because he sucks. He knew better. Let let you hate on Jacquees. Wanye's boys did good too because Wanye's sons, one more, they sang it. His sons. They have um, they have nice voices, and like the fact that they're brothers, they're like kind of like a Jackson Five type thing, where like when you're siblings, your voices just melt. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like your voices. I'm not saying that they're going to be Jackson. I mean, that's not what I'm saying. But I see, um, a, a better comparison would probably be Three T. But I'll go with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you're siblings, like <laughs> like um, who was that? The emotions. Like they were sisters. Like if you're like siblings, your voices. 
melt together. Like even when Beyonce and Salad sing again, like they're like when your siblings, your voices melt together better because you have the same kind of tone, you have the same kind of pitch. So your voices, you know how to ooh, you know how to do the harmonies better. So it just works better when you're sibling, when you're family. It I'll works say, better. I'll say three T, I'll give you that though. <laughs> but they sounded good. Wanye's voice could sing. They sounded good. Wanye's voice could they could definitely sing. But some people were straining. They were like trying. You could see that. Can you see they were like, <laughs> they were like straight trying to. Because this is where it's where a hard song to say. This be coming from. It's weird. It's, I remember <laughs> a couple of years ago it was the fucking um uh, the 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 Monica. Yeah, it's so gone, Chad. Like, what are these? <laughs> it just like, it just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> it was one that uh that I missed last year. They did the Deborah Cox. Uh, how did you get? How did you get? They did that. That must have not been that popular because I don't remember that at all. Because like some of them, like I saw like some of the ladies singing it, and like even um people who can sing, like Melanie Fiona, like her video when she was doing it, she was like, "Whoa, Deborah, you kill her!" She was like, "Whoa," because that song is a you gotta belt that song. It's a belting song. It's a hard song to sing. It's very right, hard. Right, let's just think of a random fucking song. Let's see, let's get something going. <laughs> It gotta be random and shit though. Way randomer than can we talk. I want some just random bullshit that people totally forgot about. And I want to make that <laughs> popular. So then it's no more for us than, than the original artist. <laughs> Let's do the rock wheel chart. I always be like somebody's no, no, that's that song was huge. That's Michael Jackson on the hook. I'm about to make for a rock wheel. <laughs> Oh, here's the shits and giggles. I saw you and you're walking in the rain. I'm not gonna let you hate on snappy nappy dugout. Come on. And do the you gotta do the part of the end. No, you cold busted. You gotta do the, the end. Well, she like from the 90s or something. No, oh we'll we'll figure it out. Want some bullshit. I can't even think of one. Something a song that was bullshit. <laughs> A random song from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Because everything I'm thinking about, I like these are songs that I legitimately like, and I don't think they're bullshit songs. So, but just try to show off your vocal range. And but I mean, I think it's a fun, I thought it was like a fun challenge to try to like break like away from like seeing like, oh, you know, now these numbers of COVID are rising. Now this person, now this business is going out. This, these people lost their jobs. This person got killed. This person died. This, you see all that. All the negativity. So just to see something that's lighthearted and positive, we need more. Let's do a wipe me down challenge. Just be fucking with Booty. <laughs> Why you trip? Why you uh, bullshit? They did bring back the you're a jerk. You're a jerk. They're bringing back the jerk. Uh, or what's it called? The I forget the reject. That's a, the one you actually going backwards. That's the reject. The dance. Because people are trying, you're just basically skipping backwards. That's basically what you're doing to do the jerk reject dance. You're just skipping backwards, basically. And people were struggling trying to skip backwards. Which McCall tried to do it. Uh, Grakowski tried to do as It didn't work out that well. But he's always trying to do them challenges. But it don't work out well for him. But just like I said, more positivity, more more cool stuff, not so much drama because uh, shit's about to hit the fan. It's starting to hit the fan now. What's up? 
We have to do the SB. You have to do it right. Doom, doom. We got to do it right. We got to do it right. So, well, a thing that I missed to talk about last week, but uh, it's still obviously going on. Um, my show came back and just like that. It's a new chapter of Sex in the City. Um, for everybody, I'm a huge sex. Like, I've seen every Sex in the City episode. I've seen both movies. I know the show inside and out. I know sub characters. I know random characters that were only on one episode. So, I mean, I really love Sex in the City. The show I really enjoy. And just like that, it's actually taking a different approach than Sex in the City. Like, it's not as spunky and not as one-linery and stuff like that because obviously they're it's a real-time show so like they're older they're in their 50s now like Miranda Carrie and Charlotte are in their 50s they're like 55 56 now and Samantha Kim Cattrall did not want to be part of it she decided long ago that she didn't want to be a part of the series anymore to be honest Kim Cattrall didn't want to be on the show because when they were trying to do part three, the movie, because they came back and they did the first two movies, like, yeah, we want to do a third movie. And then everybody was like, yeah, let's do it. Kim Cattrall said, no, no, they not doing it. Trilogy. No, no. Yeah, I'm good. Because Kim Cattrall said she's just over Samantha. She said, I'm 60. I'm not being here, Samantha. Here, like 25 years, I'm over it. Like, I'm over it. Because <laughs> that's the same started in 1998. Yeah. Started in 98. Said, I'm over the shit. <laughs> But it's like, as a person who is, like I said, that huge Sex and the City fan, it's like, it's definitely that Samantha void. Like, we're definitely missing that void because Samantha would plug in those one lines and she's like, oh, honey, you've got to fuck him. You know, she would just say stuff like that. And you would just, like, we love Samantha because she would just say. Remember when they were doing those awful parody movies a few years ago and um, what? <laughs> Disaster movie and shit, and they they parodied sex. And is this Samantha? <laughs> if that play Samantha was just unbelievably funny. Like she they were like with the with the cherry, they were like mannerism. the cherries they're licking them or something. It was just looked like she had her mannerisms. Oh, oh, honey, like she was. Just, oh, honey, you've got to do this. That was just funny. Like yeah, they, oh, they should have hired that chick to like play Samantha in the, on the new the reboot. Yeah, find that chick. It's like she <laughs> fake Samantha. Because Samantha always, oh, honey, you know, she always would say that. And they brought back, um, you know, obviously, like I said, all the guys got brought back, like I said, because uh, Brady, uh, not Brady, Steve got brought back. Steve, Brady, David uh, Egenberg. Hey, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> Herman from Chicago. Who, who he love. Yeah, I love him. I love him. He's so, like, his personality is just so, I don't know. He oh, just seems like he is oh, such a, like, a cool dude. He just like he's super cool. Yeah, he is. Um, I met him a couple times on the set. What's McCall? I can't think of his name um, right now. The one who played Charlotte's husband, Harry. He was on. Um, he was on Power. Also, he was on. When I saw his name in the credits, I was like, "Oh shit, that's Harry from um, Sex and the City." And then um, Willie Garson. You know, I said, but obviously, like they said that I think that the next episode they're going to write him out. That's what I've heard because. Up. He did pass away, unfortunately. Stanford Blatch, you know, he was like, I love that character. Stanford was just so great. Um, Mario, uh, building up to the big name who's um, who's really in the news. Now. I know that's why I'm that's why I'm the big name. You're building the big up name. To... <laughs> so I'm, bringing, I'm, I'm building up to shout out Detective Logan and I'll keep it at that. Mario, uh, Cantone, uh, who plays Anthony, um, he's uh, he was like. Hello, um, Charlotte. Like he was, you know, 
I know my guy Herman is calling, and then I know it's and obviously the big name we're building up to. Yeah. And then, um, so then they brought back Big. So of course, Big and Carrie, like they got married in the first movie. They got married. So, and well, the show with them together, and then they they get married at the end of the first movie. I think I think yes. that's their story arc, or something like that. It is. Is it spoilers alert, or can I share this? Or like I said, it's been it's aired. It's not really spoiled. It's been over a week now. If you haven't watched it, okay. So if you haven't watched it now. You're probably not gonna watch the shit. So, so big spoiler I at the, the only end. spoilers within the first like few days. I'll say like after eight hours, maybe. Yeah, I'll say 48 hours. After that, it's like it's fair game. It's, it's yeah. free game. We, um, okay, so we can't, we can't wait forever for motherfuckers to And this fucked, up, this fucked up my head because when I was watching it, because like I was like, okay, I was like, Sex and City is streaming now on HBO Max. Let me watch it. And it's like, okay, the first two episodes. And then at the end of C, at the end of episode one, Carrie comes in the house. Big is sitting on the ground. He's collapsed on the ground because he was working out on a Peloton. Keep that in mind. He was on a Peloton. He was pedaling. He was doing his one. He was doing his one thousandth ride. So he was excited. And he's like, "I'm gonna get a shout out." And then when Carrie comes home, he's laying on the ground. And then Carrie tries to give up the ride. She's like, "Come on, big." Well, she's like, "John," because his name is John. She's like, "John," and she's trying to like, get him up. And then, um, and then she's like, "Come on, John. Come on, John." And then the line goes, and just like that, big died. I was like, what the fuck? Like, my hair was like... Did they know one shit on the sexiness? Did they know what was about to happen in real life? They must... I don't know if that was foreshadowing. I, I don't like, know. They had to know. For them to kill him, I didn't know he died. She just said, okay, yeah. They must have known something. They must have like, known the way it just happened, because, known, like... They must have known he was damaged good, so they weren't going to keep him long. They had to know something. Because, like, the way my head just went, when the way she just said, and just like that, Big died. And that was the last line of episode one. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what? Because the whole, if you watch Sex and City, the whole... The whole premise of the show is like, is Carrie and Big going to ever get together? Is Big going to get his shit together? Is Big going to be Prince Charming for Carrie? Is he ever going, are they ever going to put those two together? Are they ever going to be together? It was so much Big Carrie, Big Carrie, Big Carrie, for them just to kill him off at the end of the first episode, it messed up my head. So then I was like, I have to watch episode two. Episode two was his funeral. That was where it was. Episode two was his funeral. And just her dealing with now being a new widow. Because basically what they explained and like how they explained what they had been doing the whole quarantine, because basically how the show started was they were now post quarantine, they were post post pandemic now. So it's like basically they were like in the world where the pandemic is over and now they're returned to like normal life. The pandemic is over. That's what the episode, that's what the show started as. The future because we still. So hopefully foreshadowing for us soon. They were like the pandemic is over. They even do some new characters. Um. Um, Nicole Barry Parker is Lisa Todd Wexley. She's basically she's getting around, ain't she? Because <laughs> she's, she's basically like she's a black Charlotte. That's what uh, that's what um, Anthony called her. He called her a black Charlotte. She's basically a black Charlotte. Basically, she played um, uh, she played a high ranking officer on um, Chicago PD as well. Too. I heard that getting around, yeah. She's um, I'm happy for her. She's a veteran, she yeah, been in the game, yeah. She is, she's been in the game for a while. She was in Boogie Nights, so yeah, she'd been around for a while. <laughs> but um, yeah, but she's on there, and then it was another one. Um, I forget Sarah. I think Sarah Ramirez is her name. She's um playing like um 
Carrie, like Carrie's doing a podcast now. So she's playing Carrie's boss on the podcast and she's like a comedian. She's non-binary. She's, you know, so she's, I think she's non-binary in real life. The actress who's playing, I think she is non-binary in real life. So. Is it, is it fair to call um, this this actress a she then? <laughs> Are we fucking? I'm sorry, them. Yeah, they, yeah. You, you're right. Let me correct. Let me let me be. Let me be. I don't. I want to be. I don't even address this person. I'll let I want to be PC. I want to be. Yeah. I just stay the fuck out of it, boy. So Shay, yeah, that's the uh, that's the character's name, Shay, on the show. And then Shay, like Shay's funny or whatever, because like Shay is also a comedian too or whatever. And then they did Netflix with them. You said what? Well, a couple of shades that are funny in real life. And then, who else did they bring? Funny, I guess. <laughs> there was another character. I can't think of the actress's name, but she's a professor because Miranda went back to school and she's a black woman also. So what I do like is that they are bringing, because like Sex and City didn't have any minorities really. Because well, that's one of the complaints that they cast. No minorities. Very white. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love the show, but I didn't see nobody like me. I love the show, but I didn't see nobody like me. There's also one of the complaints back in the day about Seinfeld is like, um, because Seinfeld it had like maybe three black people in the whole run of the show or something like that. So you said uh, <laughs> Teresa Randall was one because the George she dated her. Early, uh, yeah. Um, well, she was one of his chicks that George could have, like, he could have basically, he all, uh, it's his what that episode. We, as oh, we, with the wedding ring? Yeah, he had a fake wedding ring on. He's like the rumor, because like the word is like allegedly say, yeah, like guys with wedding, they you attract women. So he tried mm-hmm. to do the shit, yeah. But then it just kept backfiring. She was like, Oh, you mess. She's like, um, I have a problem like um committing to guys, but I have no problem basically um just being like casual. Like she but basically could have just been fuck buddies with no like strings attached. Yeah. Said too bad you're married though. So yeah, he fucked that up. He could have been fuck buddies with Teresa Randall, but his fake wedding ring fucked it up. His fake wedding ring ended it. I say, Oh yeah, no, I'm not married. She's like, No, nah, yeah, right. Yeah, like she didn't believe him. Yeah. <laughs> so if you weren't married, yeah, it'd be on. Like we just you be you could get it if you weren't married. <laughs> hey, take I can't I don't want to commit, but yeah, we just fuck whenever. Yeah, and George, <laughs> so George fucked that up because he was pretending to be married, basically. That's hard. Yeah, it was no, yeah. yeah. Phil Morris is the fake Johnny Cochran, though, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Cochran. you know the other one, yeah. It's like but yeah, the, like you said, the show was very one of the complaints about sex in the city is Caucasian. Like, not a lot of black people in like I said, they did have um I know Blair Underwood was on the show. I remember that back in the day. <laughs> they did have that because Stafford and then later Anthony, they did have LGBTQ representation, but they didn't have many minorities, like no Hispanics, no black. I remember Blair Underwood being on there. That's the only black dude. Oh, right? yeah. Like, how I forget that. Yeah. And it was like one other black guy that. Um, I remember him. That's it. He's like a fake Chris Weber looking dude that Samantha smashed. <laughs> he's like a fake. He did like a fake Chris Weber. He did. All I remember is Blair Underwood smashed one of them chicks. That's all I Yeah, he smashed Miranda. Yeah. So, I mean, so that was like the extent of like what they had as far as like African-American on the show. But um, so when they killed off Big, so then the third episode this week and before the third episode really aired is when we started hearing the noise about Mr. Chris Note, a.k.a. John James Preston. If you know him from that, aka Big on Sex and City, or you know him as Logan. Detective Logan from Law and Order. Yeah, I know him as Big. He's big to me. He's one of the original detectives. You know, Law and Order, their setup has always been. you had like the um the first half of the show was the the, the, mm-hmm. uh, was the detectives, and then the second half is the um court case. You had the, the mm-hmm. um the um 
the police um, part, and then you had the um, district attorney's office. That's how the show. Right. Was. It was like one of the original two cops a part of the um the yeah, when the show started in 1990. Mm-hmm. Think about how long. So it's like yeah, 30 years. 30 years ago. ago. One of the original two. Yeah. So I know I'm from Law and Order. Yeah. Because uh, I can't remember if it was you or Fees. One of you when I was watching Sex and City with you, I was like Logan. I'm like that's big. <laughs> and he was like that's Logan. I'm like no, it's big. It's not I'm no Logan. Logan. It's big. <laughs> I thought, Lo, who's Logan? Like, that's big. He, yeah, but, and then he left the show sometime in the mid '90s. He might have left for Sex in the City. I don't know. I know probably. Show, like during the maybe like '95 ish or something like that is when he left the show. So like he might have left. Because he was probably doing like some acting, like some movie. He may have been doing like some movie, movie career, and then eventually ended up on Sex. And they ended up on Sex and the City. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, the third episode was about um. They brought back Natasha Biggs' uh, ex-wife, which was uh, Bridget, Bridget Moynihan. Okay. They brought her back. So, but a few and like, they integrated her back in the story or whatever. You came back but, for the- but the thing that happened with the whole thing with uh, Chris Noth is that it's some drama facing him now. Like you said, like we wonder if and just like, like that, they, like they knew, just like that, you got to go. Like, it was like they knew. You got to go and just like that. It probably was like they probably knew shit before the public knew. What's that? It probably was already, or they probably they probably knew. Like you know, sometimes stuff is like internal before it gets external. Right. They probably already knew. Like okay, like um, something's going. This shit is about to hit the fan, so we are gonna write you out of the show. So the fact that <laughs> it, was that, it yeah. literally as soon as this show dropped, because Peloton even did an ad with the uh, with Big, uh, mm-hmm. and they did like a spoof thing. He was like. I'm gonna go for another ride. They, they like a spoof that I make it fun of because Bear did die because of the Peloton, but mm-hmm. it's like they did that. But then as soon as that came out, then Peloton said, "Nope." They they pulled that ad like, "Nope, <laughs> nope, you ain't gonna mess up our money, <laughs> Chris Note." So what happened is, uh, if you've been living under a rock, Chris Note has been accused by two women now of sexual misconduct. Guy that plays Big and slash Logan, yeah, that guy slash Logan. So he's been accused of sexual misconduct. Um, both women and the fact that these women, these women are both younger than me. And even I would be young next to him because Looking he's like seven. It's um it's it's so far has been two, but it's look it's this could be another Cosby situation. Exactly. Like I say, like he's like <laughs> he's like 67 years old. So let's put that in for context. He's 67 now. These women are like 31. Like these women are younger than me. They're like 31, maybe 20. Right, like he probably was on law and order before they were born. That's a long So seeing that just written now, and then one thing happened, I think, in like 2004, they said. And then the other incident happened like in 2016, 15, somewhere around there. So they happened well different, like like dec- like a decade, over a decade apart. These both of these incidents did not happen back to back. So both women share similar, eerily similar stories that, you know, he met them. He was charming because like, if he's anything like the big character, he's charming. Like if he's anything like that, he's like, hey girl, you know, then, you know, girls, oh my God, big is flirting with me. You know, you liked him as big. I said, okay, like it made. You're a fan of his, you would be flattered by that. Yeah. be flattered because I think the girl was like a hostess at a restaurant. I think the first girl was a hostess. Mm -hmm. So he was flirting with her, whatever. And then, um, or maybe the second girl, one of them was a hostess or whatever. And then, um, you know, like she went back to the place or whatever because he was like he had a place or whatever, an apartment in town, and then went back, was hanging out. 
And then he just like, mm-hmm. like raped them from behind. It's like, it's like pull down and just like enter in them without, without permission. Like you just can't, even if you're talking, you're having a good time and you're vibing, you just can't, you just can't pull up a chick's skirt or pull down her pants and just enter her. But you just can't do that. Even yeah. if we are having a good time, we're talking, we're vibing, we're, we're having a good time. You just can't do that. Like we saw that in, um, for Color Girls, that movie when Khalil came to start raping Anika Noni Rose. Mm-hmm. Like they were on a date, they were having a great time. Wow. They were having a great time. They had a date, they had a great time. It sounds wild as hell, though. Yeah. And then she just like went in the kitchen, she was cooking, and he just pulled up her clothes and he just went and just started raping. Like, yeah, like, and they were just like, they were having a good time. Getting back to Seinfeld's episode like that with Elaine, um, she went on a date with this guy and shit. And at the end of the day, she just looks down and he has his dick out. His dick. <laughs> just, like for nothing. Like the conversation wasn't sexual or nothing. He just like he just took his dick out in the car for nothing. Like, you just like, can't, but you just can't do that. <laughs> you just can't do that. She was like, yeah. And then, yeah. She was and then the girl was saying, the first girl was saying that, you know, when she was like, it freaked her out because she's like, you're not going to even wear a condom. Like you're not even, like you didn't even put it on a condom. Like you're just raw. Like you're not going to even put a condom on. And then I forgot what she said. He said or whatever. Like old, he just kind of cats definitely. Oh yeah. Like you're you're around the seventies. Then you weren't. You're not using condoms. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you went to Studio Fifty Four, you're not using condoms. Basically, right. That came more in our generation because of, of magic and all of that. <laughs> like the cop, but like you cats back in the day, they was fucking everybody. They right. <laughs> Shout out Wolf of Wall Street. Like nobody. And if you just if you just got the clap, then that's nobody, where it was. Nobody had condoms on the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> so you got a clap. You got the clap, you just got shot. Like, okay, I just get the the uh, penicillin. You, it was just that. But um, but yeah, though he they just were, were fucking prostitutes without condoms in the Ew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were some wild motherfuckers. And that's like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, though, and then just reading like both of the ladies had similar accounts, and they both said that, and then like the thing that makes it so bad on both sides is that in both instances. He was with his wife, Tara, or Tara, however she said her name. I think it's either Tara or Tara, because like he was just dating his wife at the time, like with the first incident, but he was already married with a child. They had had a child by then with the second girl. And then she said that when like she was asking about his wife, he said that marriage is bullshit or something. And mon- he's like talking about monogamy is bullshit, marriage is well, bullshit can, or something. You have a little something on the side and shit. And he said, "Well, I'm like, what? Like that just makes it just so shocking that like, you have like a wife and a baby, and you out here raping women. Like that's that's just wild to me. Like that's that's wild. That's wild as hell. Allegedly, let's put that on there. Yeah. Allegedly, okay. Let me say allegedly. If you if you if you did do that, that's you don't want to get sued. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Like that's that's wild as hell. Like but just reading that, it sounded very. Um, I mean, it sounded very." plausible but unfortunately they were saying that especially with that 2004 incident they was like they tried to go back they was like we don't keep records on file for that because the girl did go and she did get squabbed with the rape kid she did go to the hospital but she never identified who it was mm. she like she never identified because she didn't feel like you didn't want to she didn't want to put his name out there like that and she didn't feel like she just like they, you know she wasn't a boy she felt like no one's going to believe me this and that and so on so so and so she didn't feel like she had a voice mm. the girl and she was young i think she was like 22 or something when that happened she was young like she was young very young when it happened definitely and um that's if if true definitely crazy yeah if true i said that's what she was saying but then but then now stuff is resurfacing 
and they pulled up an old National Enquirer article from back in the 90s. They pulled this up. They're like, hmm, does he have a history of it? Go ahead. <laughs> Beverly Johnson, um, because like, she dated him back in the day. Beverly Johnson, Miss Trinidad from Mara, and she dated him back in the day. They her were name thing. came up in the Cosby situation as well, too. If I'm not mm-hmm. recall, like her name came up with that as well, too. Go ahead. Yeah, and um, and the National Enquirer story because, like I said, they pulled this. This is not this is not stuff, and they just this is an article that was pulled from like 1995, and they pulled it because it says in the article, supermodel accuses a, a law and order star. Mm-hmm. It says something like that. Supermodel accuses law and order star, and basically she said that he hit her in the face. She said that um, he threatened to kill her dog. Mm. Like he just like wild out. Like when they like I guess when they went to start break up, like you know, he wild out and just hit her and well, like that's what she said. She said that he hit her, she said that he shot threatened to kill her dog. They said that he called her a racial epithet. So that's what it said in the article, like in the it's National Enquirer, but they they pulled that article for like reference points. So like I mean. They might start, like you said, like this could be another coffee situation. They might start going down a rabbit hole. Beverly Johnson's name was involved in that because she said she went on like on an audition. She drank the stuff. Yeah, she said she drank. The yeah, stuff. she didn't. She didn't get attacked because she left. She like she got in a cab. She said because she said she was like, "What the fuck did you do to me?" or something like that. That's what yeah. the story was with the whole Cosby situation. And she drank the tea and she felt woozy after she drank the tea, yeah, and then got in the cab. Got in the cab and left. Mm-hmm. But this can get very messy. I say, especially like I said, whenever and here's the thing: whenever something happens, like it always brings like I said, like Sex and City hasn't been talked about since at least 2000. What eight? I think when the second, no, 2010, maybe 11 when like the second movie came out. Like 2010 or 11 when the second movie came out. Because mm. the first one came out like in 2008. The first movie, Something like that. the second movie came out like in 10 or 11. I want to say. I don't <laughs> so it's like. Sex and City ain't been talked about in like a decade, basically. Wow. And now it's like, so now this has come back to the forefront. They pulling out like Beverly Johnson from 1995. These other cases. So, I mean, I'm going to be following this and see. Like, Me Too changed a lot of things. It did. Me Too, it, it changed It changed the whole dynamic because the, that's the day that the girl said, the first girl said that she was like, well, Me Too wasn't a movement back then. I think that she may have been an actress. I think that's what it was. She was an actress and she was trying to get on as an actress and he was like taking her under his wing as her mentor or something. And then that's what happened. And she said that she felt like she, no one would believe that I'm just, who, who would believe me? I'm just coming in. I'm a newbie. Me Too has like really changed the culture. Like certain yeah. shit you wouldn't see like now that you would see back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like Molly Ringwald talked about that. Um, you know, she she was around as a child actress, so she yeah yeah. And she talked about um the Breakfast Club scene, like when um Bender looks under her skirt. Basically, she said she was like, yeah, like that, like in the eighties, you can get away with shit like that. Like now, she would have like shut that whole scene down. It's like mm-hmm. she talked about that. Yeah, she was like, yeah, like that's the one scene she didn't like. Basically, yeah. So yeah, because I think yeah, she, I saw something she was talking about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I don't even know if it was actually her. It might have been um a body double, but still, though, it was like but still it says yeah. Looking up a chick skirt, and then they show the shot of like him. You can see like from his um his, from his point of view, yeah. And he's like, 
Yeah. Like, hey. Like, yeah, I definitely would have said, no, nah, we're not doing that shit. Yeah, like, doing that. The Me Too era, you could say that. Like, no, nah, we not. Hey, we cutting that scene. It's like, but back then, you couldn't say shit about that. that was yeah, the because it's, <laughs> it changed everything. Like, like I said, like the whole, um, like the whole casting couch was a real thing. It's Harvey Weinstein. It's like, the whole casting couch, like, like hey, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't like it was like a weird thing to do. Like, hey, I really want to be in this movie. Okay, what you going to do with me? I'm just going to sit down, unbutton my pants, and expect you to give me head. Like that's 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 what it was. And you could do that and not be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was not like you yeah, would be like casting couch. Casting couch wasn't just Hollywood too. It crossed over into all entertainment, and I'll just leave it at that. It did. <laughs> I'm working in entertainment, and I'm not going to say anything else. Like. Because um, I still would work with some of these motherfuckers, so I won't, that's, that's all I'll say. <laughs> as I probably just but can't, it happens I can't though myself, I but mean, yeah, like, yeah, I'm, that's all I'll say. And then even um, even like other inappropriate uh, behaviors, like like the boss hitting on the secretary, like that was like, but that's always been, like the running gag, like the that's boss the is having the affair like, with the secretary. Movie about that, play for laughs. Remember that movie is nine to five, I think is what it was called back in like the eighties. It was like a movie. About- I remember the name of the movie, but I don't remember anything about it. When Dolly Parton did it's like working nine to nine five. Nine to five, yeah. Oh, you remember that shit, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Especially that. it was about women like getting harassed in the workplace. That's the movie. <laughs> That's what the movie is? I gotta rewatch that movie. I ain't watched that movie in probably 40 years. Whatever it came. <laughs> so yeah, but that's what it's about. You know, the boss like trying to smash his secretary. I think that's the movie pretty much. <laughs> but like we said, but this was like stuff that was just oh, it, it's just normal. Like, you know, this this is what guys do. He's just being a man. It was he's being a man. Don't let the chick be cute too. It's like, yeah, yeah. Well, she she shouldn't have wore that and shit. Yeah, look at that. She just, and that's my reaction whenever, like, well, like if like if somebody's being a creepy, well, you you fine, look at you. So that means I have to be harassed because I look good, air quote. You see that ass, what you expect. <laughs> so that gives people permission to harass you because you have a, a big booty. I mean, I, I'm not getting it. I'm I'm confused. I don't understand that. I'm, like pre me too, that was as normal. Now it's like, yeah. So I mean that this is just a shocker thing because like I said, I never would I mean like obviously we don't know these people's personal lives, we don't know their personal business, but I'm like Chris knows him? Him? Like he him? Crazy son. Wow. Shocking. But like I said, you just never know people's personal business. You never do. So like you always say, your hero worship. Don't have your hero worship. Don't have that, you know, for nobody. Have no hero worship because people are people. I never look at these people other than just I'm a fan of their um their art, their craft, yeah, their work, yeah. I never talk about how good people, how these people are. Like, and I've always kind of been like that. Now, mm-hmm. like I'm really like that, but like um, I've never been starstruck by anybody. It's like, yeah, and I've been around quite a few sides, but I'm I just never been like that. This this is the guy. Yeah, I don't know how he is mm-hmm. like. Outside of the work he does, just I don't know how they are outside of this show or outside of these songs or whatever. Yeah, all I know them for mm-hmm. what they do on what I the work I see, and that's mm-hmm. all always been my approach. So when something happens, I'm not really that shocked about something. Like, yeah, well, we don't know. Like that motherfucker might be a creep, but like, might be a, a a monster behind the scene. We don't know. So yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. all I've always been there. Yeah. 
And um, I know you also saw like um Derek Chauvin. You saw that he um pled guilty to the federal hate crime charges because he knew that because like he was facing life now if he got convicted of that. So he took that to like get lesser time on that. So it, it will add more to his current sentence. Yeah. He's not gonna get it because, like, when you're you got a concurrently you got a so, conviction yeah. for murder, so like, there's a pretty good chance you're gonna lose that too. So, so like, that's right. why he pled guilty for that. I believe it. He's like, okay, like, yeah. So he might so what, have, another ten might get on his time to a sentence, but um, yeah. He so what he get twenty two and a half, I think. Two and a half. So it might. Let's say he gets thirty now. So like thirty years now. Yeah, but he was facing life in prison if he did. So that's what that he's was. what now? Like how old is he now? Like forty some? Forties, I know. Yeah. So yeah, he'd so be, he'd be like seventy some when he gets out because there's no parole. So he'd be like in his seventies. He's gonna be in jail for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be in jail for a long time. So by that, I was like, oh, that's why. Yeah, because at he first, took the, yeah, because I mean, the lawyer was like, we ain't being this. You saw, you ain't beat this one, so. Like if you're on that jury, that's all you need. It's like, okay, yeah. Like if you um if you yeah, you killed the motherfucker, so you, you might be racist to the sense like so it's that's an easy one to like, yeah. It's not that hard of a pivot. It's not that hard of a pivot. Yeah. Especially like I said, the, the pictures were the thousand words, the mm-hmm. how he's kneeling on him and he gets the little smirk that he had on his face as he's kneeling. Like the little smirk that's like not that big of a stretch that you might be like that, like that's very that's very damning like without that photo without that photo then it's like okay maybe things did go awry or whatever but with that photo that's just so damning this man is begging for his life and you just are smirking on his neck that's 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 just that's the most damning photo it is there's no way you can explain your way out of that. how do you yeah. how do you explain your way out of that you can't uh-huh. i don't see how you can so what that's it for us. Not another damn podcast. Yes. I'm done unless you got something else. <laughs> no, that's it. Just a uh, happy holidays to everybody. Yep. Enjoy your holiday. Enjoy yourself. And next week, we'll probably do our 2021 wrap up, which was mm-hmm. a fucking mess of a year. Shit. Also, before we wrap it up as well, too, I forgot how to forget this one right here. Yeah. Get well soon. Feast. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to brother. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Love feast. Yeah, I got to shout him. Yes, out. yes. Big bro. <laughs> Little bro to you, big bro to me. <laughs> bro, we almost the same. We're almost the same. <laughs> really? We're a little bro, bro to you. People thought we were twins. We we're little twin bro to you. <laughs> Mom used to dress up for like two and shit. Like people really thought we were twins, like back in the day. Twin, bro. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you supporting not another damn podcast. Much mm-hmm. love to all of you. If you want to support us further, give us that nice like, a little something like. Yeah. Also, subscribe, share, <laughs> rate, review on all your platforms. Talk about Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Tune in, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey, Tasha. The new addition is coming to town along with Uncle Charlie and Joe to see us. See, Tasha, she probably already got tickets. Huh? <laughs> I know she's going to hear this when she puts it on the TLC Talk Radio because, yeah, she'll hear this. So shout out, Tasha. Have fun, have fun at new addition at the United Center in March. <laughs> Also, um, follow me. Um, yeah, follow me at Osman. Oh, did we do our? I forgot. To, um, all oh, the YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a YouTube platform. I forgot all about yes. that. Yeah, let's do it. That's enough of that.
<laughs> Follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. You know how to get at me. And you can check me at MSIMA8626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, S-E-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter. S-E-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. I'm still playing around with these effects. Well, I'm Ozman the Wizard. <laughs> and Naima. We will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone.